Thanks for joining us today on the New Missions Podcast. Well, we have back Jeannie and Ted for a second episode because we want to reveal their love story. It'll inspire you not only to trust God with circumstances, but also believe God for the best as we continue this conversation, uh, please keep in mind that uh, Jeannie and Ted are mobilized to go serve God anywhere, anytime. And that's what our podcast is all about, that we believe your mission field is right where you are and wherever you go. Well, I'm thrilled to be back here today with my mother, Jeannie, and her husband, Ted. Um, I feel uh, really extra fortunate to have this quality time together. Your all's travel schedule, I like to always tease my mother is a gypsy. Your travel schedule is unbelievable. I can't keep up. And we have you back for a second episode because I want to talk a little bit about how you all met because there are some values that are non-negotiable for both of your lives that I think we can learn from. And then also kind of get a sneak peek into where you're going next in missions because what I love about your heartbeat for missions is you both are on the move to be used of God wherever you go. Let's just dive into this romance story. I will quickly give you a 30-second backstory. My father passed away 12 years ago. Uh, unfortunately, you lost your first husband, mom. But then tell us what happened after that and then what led you to wanting to meet Ted. Well, after my first husband passed away, in two weeks I was back on the mission field remembering his sacrifice and trying to heal the hearts of his people. Thank God, God brought another man into my life, Dennis O'Connor. And for five years, he worked by my side. But he passed away in 2015 after lung cancer. At that point in my life, I thought, well, let me give a little time to my parents. They were 96 years of age and 98. And so I moved in with them as a widow And then I just chased around the country whenever my sons would invite me to go on mission ministry with them. I loved working for the mission, but within six months, I was out looking for another husband because I wanted to do missions, but I didn't want to do missions alone. I joined eHarmony.com and read countless hundreds of profiles of men. And when I read the profile of Ted, I knew there was spiritual compatibility and he had a call to missions. And so I just staked him out and claimed him as my husband. Well, I want to jump into Ted's story because, Ted, tell us how you got to this point of saying, I think I'm interested in being married again, and then how you found eHarmony, of all things. This isn't a commercial for eHarmony. It's really a story of God's provision for both of you. Yeah, let's give God credit first because it is, it is God who brought us together. Uh, he happened to use a dating network. I was married for 53 years to a wonderful woman. She uh, had Alzheimer's the last few years and uh, passed away January of 16. Took me about six months to realize that I did not like being alone. Thinking back to what God said to Adam, and he said, it's not good for man to be alone. And for me, that was really true. I happened to have read a book by a fellow, his name is Neil Clark Warren, when my kids were starting to date. And uh, he started eHarmony. So I chose eHarmony because I thought his book was good and that he had the right kind of process for bringing people together. I went to eHarmony one Friday night and I started filling out forms and developing my profile, as Jeannie called it. And I got tired of that and I went to bed before I was even finished. Saturday morning, I got up and turned the computer on, and I already had emails from four different women, uh, not Jeannie, uh, but it looked interesting. So I finished that profile and 
by Sunday night, Jeannie saw it, and uh, she sent me a few words. She said, we're a best match, and she sent me the new missions website so I could learn about her. Now tell me, what photograph did you use for your profile? I didn't have a good photograph, Tim, when I was putting that together, so uh, after I discovered that my profile was out there, eHarmony at that time had what they call a free weekend, so since I started on Friday night, my profile went up without a picture. And um, so I quickly took a selfie, which was a horrible picture, but I put it up anyway. And uh, But I also had a picture of my daughter and myself on a mission trip in Kenya a few weeks previous to that. And so I put that up also. And that's what Jeannie saw and thought was maybe worth pursuing. Mom, again, I knew the story about the photo. That's why I asked, but it's an amazing focus for you. You saw missions in Ted's life. And then what happened? Ted responded to my few words that were the best match. He asked if he could have a phone call the next night. And so he called and we spoke for 90 minutes. We spoke again on Tuesday night, the next night. And he said he'd like to meet me. But then he says he was busy. He was off to Thailand, Myanmar, and India. And he didn't have time to see me. But that next weekend, I had a mission ministry scheduled to be in Chicago. My oldest son, George Jr., asked me to cancel it because he didn't want me traveling alone. So I said to Ted, I just had a cancellation in Chicago. If you don't have time, I'll come there. So within five days, I was seeing this man face-to-face at the Detroit airport. Now tell me how many contacts you made on eHarmony. This is a big reveal. I communicated with 96 men in a time period of eight months. And on February 26, 2017, I brought the computer into the kitchen with my mom, 96, 97 years old, and said, Mom, let's see which men are available tonight to be my husband. And as soon as we scrolled down and we saw Ted and we read his profile, Mom loved him, and I showed his photo to Dad, and Dad says, he looks like a good, hot, working man. And so they called him son, and I called him husband, and God put us together and By August of that year, we were married at his church in Lansing, Michigan. I'm thankful for God's provision in both your lives. You all are a very special match. Ted, congratulations on the free weekend, by the way. (laughs) And and mom's persistence, it paid off. You both lost a spouse. Uh, Mom, you lost two. For all of us in life, we have hurt and pain. God has blessed you today with one another. But in those points of pain in life, where's God for you? There is pain in everyone's journey of life, and it hits you like the ceaseless waves of the ocean. But there's a rock that is higher than I, that's Jesus Christ. Your cell phone will go dead unless it's charged, and unless we are connected to the vine of Jesus Christ, in his word, talking to him, we will not be lifted up from the miseries of this life on earth. But knowing Christ, he lifts us high, And for Ted and me, every day is just a perfect day of love and serving God, and we're just happy and grateful. We know life has sorrow, and we honor those that we love and that have gone on before us, but we thank God for a new life and an opportunity to serve Him and to encourage others on the journey. Ted, for you, obviously, there were points of pain, question, concern. Where was God for you? 
I went through quite a long process of my wife passing because she had Alzheimer's and, and we could just see her life slipping away. We were pretty sure that I would be left and she would be gone. And we shared a lot together about the future and uh, she gave me freedom to uh, not necessarily live life alone if I chose not to do that. So I knew I had her blessing if I chose to uh, look for someone else, which that meant a lot to me. It was lonely. It was difficult. Uh, the house is very empty when you're alone. And I had a good church. <clears throat> I actually started a widower's ministry in the church where we started a Bible study together for guys who had lost their wives. That was a leading of the Lord, too, to have the opportunity to start that. That's still going, actually. For me, I just felt that God had more for me to do and that I wanted someone to do it with. And so Jeannie and I were looking in the same way for the same reason when we found each other. Well, I give God the glory again, and I'm thankful for y'all's story. So give us a sneak peek on what's next. Well, I have a little giggle to insert in this in our relationship, because when I went to Detroit, Michigan, and then went to South Church in Lansing, and saw that it was a big church and realized that there was probably 50 to 70 widows, I felt this overwhelming guilt that I was stealing this man from a precious widow. But this Sunday morning, I had one of those widows chuckle with me and say, you know, you never have to feel guilty for stealing Ted from us because we don't think we could ever keep up with him the way you do. So now I'm just giggling every morning that I'm keeping up with this man, and he's bringing me on the last fling of my life around the world. So in November, we will go to India together. We'll be going down to Chennai and Calcutta, working with the street woman and the conference. And wherever God would lead us, we see the future very bright. And we hope to take our grandchildren along with us on some of our mission trips so that um, we can have their love and friendship and also influence them. For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but he loses his soul? And it's only one life to will soon be passed. And it's only what's done for Christ that really has any meaning and that will last. Ted, what's next for you with missions? After India and Myanmar come back, I'll be going to Kenya on a water project in December. We hope to go to Haiti perhaps in January. We're just available for whatever the Lord puts in front of us and calls us to. Well, our prayers will be with both of you. Thank you for being transparent, sharing both the hurt, but also the hugs of life that we share in Jesus' name. So thanks for your time today. I love you both. Amen. Love you too, son. Thanks for joining us today on the New Missions Podcast. I'm so inspired by Jeannie and Ted. At their stage and age of life, they are more than ever passionate and pursuing God's calling for them. As this year comes to a close, I invite you to give your best gift and prayerfully consider a year-end gift to New Missions. You can simply visit newmissions.org and donate. Your giving will help us educate 10,000 children Uh, receive education, food, and medical care, but most importantly, the gospel message through our 35 churches. And we do have a special project right now of emphasis, if it's of interest to you, and that is for library books for all of our 30 schools in Haiti. Simply visit newmissions.org where you can donate there. And we thank you for your partnership. Remember, live life on mission right where you are and wherever you go.